Hello, welcome to Bible Reads Me. I'm Charles Van Dersen. Today I will begin summarizing the daily chronological Bible reading beginning with September the 24th, day 267. Yesterday's reading ended with God saying, I will pardon my people's crimes which I have not yet pardoned, and I the Lord will make my home in Jerusalem with my people. Today's reading picks up after 400 years of silence. This period between the Old Testament and the New Testament is called the Intertestamental Period. This is where the apocryphal books are placed in the Catholic Bible. Mainstream Protestant Christians reject that the apocryphal books are trustworthy. The early church fathers did not include them in the canon of Scripture. Today we read the beginning of the Gospel, that is, the good news of the arrival of Jesus. Matthew, whose target audience was the Jews that were looking for the prophesied king from the line of David, listed Jesus' royal lineage. Luke, an educated physician, whose target audience was the Gentiles, used Jesus' lineage through Mary, although he substituted all the women's names with their husband's name. An angel foretold John the baptizer's birth to his elderly parents. The father doubted and was made mute until the boy's birth. I find it interesting that when they wanted to know the boy's name, that they had to give gestures to the father for him to respond. I wonder if he was also deaf. Then the angel Gabriel told Mary that she would bear God's son Jesus. She was curious, but believing. Finally, an angel announced to Mary that, quote, nothing is impossible with God, end quote. September the 25th, day 268. We read the account of Mary visiting her elderly relative Elizabeth, who had recently become pregnant. She was filled with the Holy Spirit when Mary greeted her, and the baby in her womb jumped. Mary let out a song of praise that is chock full of solid theology. Then when the baby was born, Elizabeth's husband, Zechariah, filled with the Holy Spirit, regained his speech after naming the baby John on a tablet. All who heard about it wondered about the child's future. Zechariah made an interesting statement when he said, quote, He has sent us a mighty Savior, and the morning light from heaven is about to break upon us. End quote. Reference Luke chapter 1 verse 69 and 78. Since Jesus was conceived but not yet born, Zachariah's faith must have improved during his wife's pregnancy. In addition, Dr. John MacArthur noted that everyone in the book of Luke who was, quote, filled with the Holy Spirit, end quote, responded in, quote, spirit-directed worship, end quote. An angel encouraged Joseph in a dream to marry Mary. The very night that Jesus was born, shepherds showed up, announcing that an angel sent them. Eight days later, Simon and Anna prophesied over Jesus, and Mary pondered all these things in her heart. Apparently, Mary was a deep thinker. September 26, day 269. We read the account of the visitation of the toddler king Jesus by the wise men that had followed a star that led them westward. After visiting the Edomite descendant, King Herod, the star moved south, proving that it was no ordinary star. King Herod's extreme paranoia motivated him to order the deaths of all the children in and around Bethlehem that were about two years old and younger in a failed attempt to thwart the prophecy, even though it was no threat to his throne. Joseph and Mary immediately fled in time to Egypt, obviously without having the opportunity to warn their neighbors. Then, when the threat was gone, they returned later to Judah to live in Nazareth. 
Jesus' parents accidentally abandoned him in the temple, who found him on third day of searching. He seemed surprised that they did not expect that he would be there the whole time. John the baptizer began his ministry of preaching the need for sinners to repent and be baptized to demonstrate their trust in God's forgiveness. He also called for an expression of their faith by exercising righteous living. Finally, John baptized Jesus reluctantly. The Holy Spirit descended on Jesus in a physical form. In this historical event, the people observed the Holy Trinity. Jesus was obviously in the river. The bodily form of the Holy Spirit settled on him, and God audibly affirmed Jesus. September 27th, day 270. We read how after he was baptized, Jesus was led into the wilderness where he was tempted by the devil for 40 days. In each challenge, he won the victory by effectively quoting scripture that corrected the devil's trickery. Meanwhile, John the baptizer had curious religious leaders challenge him to identify his intentions, since he was acting so peculiarly and so many people were flocking to him. He testified that he was only the announcer of a greater man to be revealed. Then two of his disciples defected to Jesus when John identified him as the Savior of the world. Andrew invited Peter and Philip invited Nathaniel to join the group. Jesus identified himself as, quote, the one who is the stairway between heaven and earth, end quote, reference John chapter 1, verse 51. Jesus performed his first public miracle at the wedding in Cana by turning the water into wine. Finally, Jesus was perturbed at the condition of the temple with so many there to make a profit over the need and convenience of the people who were trying to worship God as prescribed with animal sacrifices. He turned the whole place into a whirlwind of confusion and disturbance as he spilled the merchant's money and released the animals. The leaders demanded an explanation and his response was a prophecy about his resurrection. They did not understand his answer. September the 28th, day 271. We read of Jesus' conversation with the Pharisee Nicodemus. This interaction produced for us probably the most famous New Testament verse, John 3.16. In addition, I believe it gave us a verse to stop the non-productive argument between the Calvinists and the Armenians. The sovereignty of God in tension with the free will of man. See John chapter 3, verse 8, quote, So you cannot explain how people are born of the Spirit, end quote. Also, Jesus made another claim, such as the one where he said, No man comes to the Father but by me, in John chapter 3, verse 13. No one has ever gone to heaven and returned, but the Son of Man has come down from heaven. No other religion can make such a claim. John the baptizer exalted Jesus by admitting that Jesus' fame must grow and John's must diminish. Following this, Jesus had an encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well, where he revealed that he was the Messiah and that the Father was searching for worshipers who worship in spirit and in truth. Finally, John was imprisoned for criticizing Herod's adulterous marriage. September the 29th, day 272. We read about the beginning of Jesus' ministry at the age of about 30, which was right after John the baptizer was arrested. Jesus healed the official's son, even though the boy was miles away. He read the scriptures in a Nazareth synagogue. At first, the people were amazed at how well he spoke, but instead of basking in the people's admiration, he chose instead to prick their hearts for salvation. Following this, their admiration turned into nationalistic anger to the extent of trying to even kill him. Next, Jesus began gathering disciples from the fishing community, and he cast out many demons. 
He healed many sick people, including Peter's mother-in-law. Jesus got up before sunrise to pray and to preach in many other towns. The crowds had a hard time keeping up with him. Obviously, he was more concerned with fulfilling his mission than relishing in all his popularity. September the 30th, day 273. We read that the crowds pressed in on Jesus so overwhelmingly that he could only hold them back by going offshore in Peter's boat. After he finished, he told Peter to fish. Peter resisted but was amazed when he caught so many fish that nearly sank the boat. He probably recalled that Jesus had said earlier, I will make you a fisher of men. Peter mourned his sinful condition. Jesus healed the leprous man, but instead of going quietly to the priest as Jesus had instructed him, he announced his healing to everyone and attracted more people to Jesus. Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness to pray. Jesus healed the paralyzed man that was lowered through the roof of the home where he was staying. The Pharisees were offended that Jesus assumed the position of God by forgiving the man's sins. Jesus mocked their lazy and unmerciful attitudes and proved that he had the authority to do so by healing the man. Jesus called Levi, Matthew, the tax collector, and ate at his home. The Pharisees called tax collectors scum. Jesus said that it was these types of people that God came to save. Jesus' disciples were challenged for not fasting. Jesus implied that the new covenant could not be mixed with Mosaic laws and rituals, but that a time would come, persecution and martyrdom, when they would fast, but not for the same reason. This ends this week's episode of Daily Chronological Bible Readings. My next episode will pick up on October 1. I look forward to your visit. May the Lord bless you.